Welcome back to Dad Meat. Tim, Rob Cruz, how are you guys? I'm doing stupendous, dude. You look good. We're lucky, Thanks, we're lucky to be joined by the most talented man in podcasting. Ah, oh, geez Louise. Rob Cruz. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. What a treat. Bobby, oh, Bobby does it all. Nice. We're yes. the ones being treated. Thank you for wearing your beavis and buttheads today. Oh, uh, yeah, these things are fucking done. They talk to you. I, I'm just putting off getting new shoes. I just run them into the ground, and I wear the same shirt, like, every day. Disgusting. I, I'm gross. <laughs> I'm fucking gross. I don't remember I the last time I dicked a pair of shoes that bad. I get annoyed with them well before then. Or or a smell takes over them where I go, I can't possibly use these anymore before I get anywhere near this level of wear. Yeah. Well, I think, um, I mean, I just shaved, like, my editing beard. Yeah. It was, like, nuts. Like, it, it, this happens, like, whenever, like, even, like, back in the day, if my band was, like, doing, like, an album or something, I just stopped taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. You go, it, you go fully, I mean, that's the artist, that's the tortured, tortured artist's <laughs> mind where all you can focus on is the vision. Yeah, because it's bullshit. Health and I, hygiene, be damned. I, I have time to do it, I just, it no just way. by the wayside, mm-hmm. I don't know. You're standing in the mirror brushing your teeth, you're just like, I could be, I could be tightening it up right now. Yeah, my art, dude. I, yeah. I could <laughs> be your hockey playoffs, man. Level. Yeah. I respect that. That's cool. Yeah, but. Kind of makes you look like mysterious and like. Shitty. <laughs> almost like John, Johnny Deppish. You know, yeah, that's what happened to Johnny Depp. That's what? why he looks kind of like, uh, like a like a drowned corpse. Like he looks like gothy, but mm-hmm. he's just like, dude, he's just focused on his craft, man. You can't mm-hmm. expect him to like get the dirt out of his fingernails. Yeah, but the the only thing that's cool about that guy's like, if he's like dressed like a gay pirate, people are like, damn. But that guy's not really a, a pirate. He's a very successful man. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's why it's cool. It's rock stars in leather pants. Yeah, normal guy in leather pants. You're just like, I'll, I sh- someone has to kill this guy. <laughs> but like when you're when you're doing it like that when you're when you're the the tortured genius leather pants suddenly make sense right what do you think the threshold of success is for turning into gay pirate <sighs> i mean i've seen some mid-tier band guys that kind of get away with it mm-hmm. it's cool but they, they they only really get away with it in the context of like a show or something like that like if you see them at like the grocery store it's like this guy stinks <laughs> i almost think that's worse now okay I, I think we're on the way to figuring that out. What is the threshold? However, is it worse seeing the dude like not wear the eyeliner to the grocery store? You know what I mean? I, I think it is. You got to do it full time. You got to go full time. Yeah. You can, I don't believe it. If you're just doing it to get on the stage, and I'm like, no, nah, dude, I better see you pushing a shopping cart looking like a fucking cracked out senior citizen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I you, be, you better be weighing banana, bananas thinking about rape. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean... I, I tried to uh, be like a cool looking dude, and it stunk. Dude. What was your look? I hated it. What was your look? It was very like H and M, kind of just like button down. Very Euro. Yeah, very Euro. Very exotic. Yeah. Did you wear flared jeans at all? No, they they were like tight jeans at all times. Super tight. Yeah. Okay. You look like you could pull off eyeliner. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's what everyone said about me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, damn, the cruise wears mascara. I'm like, damn, dude, I just have sick lashes. <laughs> Stop hating on these sweet things. You do look like yeah. you do look like you tried it for a while and then it just never washed off one time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no business having this beautiful body. God, I was I was crazy pay to watch you and Del Calo butterfly kiss. Oh yeah, he has sweet lashes too, right? <laughs> damn, we gotta we gotta talk about that. Yeah, you both have, <laughs> I gotta hit that guy up. You both have it's like Jeep eyes. Wranglers. Dude. Yeah. Whenever we walk past yeah. each other, we gotta go. Dude, that's the podcasting <laughs> version of the Island Boys kissing. <laughs> what? You and Del Calo butterfly kissing is the uh, is the podcasting version of the Island Boys Ooh. making out. Yeah, dude. Deep, deep, passionate butterfly kisses on each other. I like that, dude. And you say it's not gay. 
Yeah, these are my island toys. <laughs> <Just fucking. Yeah. laughs> Just playing with the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you flutter them when you eat pussy? I, I think uh, you go, gosh, accident. miss. <laughs> Jesus, like, <lady. laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, do you guys get nervous fucking ever? Yeah. Still? I mean, you, you have lives, so it's different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, yeah. Well, I, I'm still, I'm still not over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once every you, time I'm like, I can't believe this. <laughs> once you reach a level of depth in a relationship, you don't get nervous. I mean, you do kind of like I do. You don't ever feel like you're in. The, yeah, I was gonna say sometimes it feels like you're in the tunnel, about to run out through the banner mm-hmm. and like take the field. You yeah. know, like all right, dude. I, there is definitely a pressure to not like let this kind of thing, you know, fall off or my life is over. Yeah. You know, it, it's still exciting. Like there will be times where like my wife and I usually plan sex and uh, we'll wait till everything in the house dies down and then she'll be like, all right, let me go wash this thing. And when she goes into the bathroom, it's like, all right, this I know, thing? Yeah. Well, paraphrasing. Oh, okay. Okay. I know I got maybe like 15 minutes before like it's go time. Yeah. And it's like, you feel like a, uh, how I imagine a groom feels waiting for his bride to come out of the toilet. <laughs> how I imagine. <laughs> Like, I start crying like I just see her for the first time. because <laughs> her fucking hoo-ha has been scrubbed. Yeah. But, yeah, it still is exciting. Do get nervous and, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get my fuck cycle right. <laughs> What's it like now? Uh, real, like, morning to early afternoon. I, I like that. That's great. Yeah, and then, and then uh, my lady's the opposite. So it's not good because usually at the end of the day, I'm, like, tired and I'm full. Like, I'll eat a lot at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just bloated. Yeah. None of the blood is going to my dick. It's all going <laughs> to, like, yeah. just killing this pizza. My digestive system is, like, dials are turning. <laughs> levers are being pulled. Like, yeah, 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 it's busy. Your body's very busy. Yeah. They, and then she's like, oh, Rob. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just can't do it halfway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm in <laughs> I gotta be in it. We gotta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's much easier to fuck on an empty stomach. Like, if you got flies swarming around you, you're ready to rip. Yeah, and I'm more alert. <laughs> yeah, like, everything's just I, sharper. Yeah, if I'm more hungry, I'm like in very hunter-gatherer mode. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we are just primal beings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, these are million, ro- million years old vessels. <laughs> <laughs> and I just fill it with cereal and then still kind of come. <laughs> it's so nuts to think about your ancestors coming out of a clay hut around one single fire in the village and just like being ready to blast at any minute. And now it's like, okay, I got to make sure I uh, wait to eat ice cream in case I get pussy later. Right. So I don't have, like, a dairy mouth and a tummy ache. <laughs> why, don't I, why don't I hold off on ice cream to see if I can get a little bit of pussy later? And then <laughs> if it's not happening by, like, 11 o'clock, then I'll have some ice cream. Then I'll have diarrhea in the middle of the night. Is there anything that you absolutely can't eat throughout the course of the day because you know you're going to be useless sexually? Uh, ramen. Please, uh, please tell me the more. sodium. Yeah, the sodium it dries me up, and and then you can't get the pussy wet if your mouth's dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be down in the clit just. <laughs> I'm like a dog with peanut butter mouth. It's it's not, it doesn't work. <laughs> about you, Timbo? Yeah, no, I, I'm. I haven't done the research on this. Okay, I haven't really controlled my diet in any way whatsoever. I eat whatever I feel like whenever I want. And then I just beg for pussy with my eyes all day, mm-hmm. every day. How do you so. beg with your eyes? I go like thumper. I go. Yeah. I'll, I'll be in the middle of something like uh, I'll make sure she catches me like washing dishes, and I'll go. Hmm. That's a good look. Hmm. 
I go, all right, never mind. And then I'll mow the lawn, and as I'm mowing the lawn, if I see her in the window, I go, hmm? Hmm? <laughs> all right. And I'll just finish my task. Yeah. Dude, do you ever hit the, uh, like, you're in the same bed and just throw a hand there? Mm-hmm. Be like, do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> just like in case you're into it, just throwing it out there. Yeah, you try yeah. that probably 700 nights in a row, and when it never works, you're just like, okay, one more time. Yeah. <laughs> you just do it for the rest of your life. I usually just start jacking my meat and hit my wife with my elbow. <laughs> yeah, oh, my bad. Nice. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's your cock-a-doodle-doo, baby. <laughs> time to get up. <laughs> It's time to jam. Yeah. The worst part, though, is when you come before your wife even turns over. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, I'm slowly moving in with my lady. I'm going to be fully in there, like, August 1st. Oh. And I, the, I never lived with a lady before. So I'm... Really? Yeah. The, this is going to be my first time. Wow, I'm man. You're in the for landscape. a fucking treat. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it, it it's great, but also, too, I'm just slipping. Yeah. I, I'm still kind of living by my standards a little bit, and she mm-hmm. fucking hates it because I live in the slums. Yeah, like you, you have to step over stuff to get to my bed, and oh, stuff like that. No, so I, I'm getting a little. This is gonna be at... the most uncomfortable period of your life. Yeah, I'm, I'm not necessarily getting... in a bad way. This is a period of growth, but yeah, it's gonna feel pretty shitty. Yeah, I'm learning the art of just getting on it immediately. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> when it's like a pile, I can't do it. I, I can handle one dish, but when it's like five, I'm like, I guess I'll just kill Throw myself, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what you need to get used to is like, you'll be in the middle of something and it, it doesn't matter because she's noticed something is out of place. She'll be like, where do you want me to put this? And now you have to kind of just like, she's just going to hand you things that you left places and you're just going to like, it'll either fit in your pocket or you'll stuff it under your arm and go back to what you were doing <laughs> until eventually <laughs> you're just walking around with an entire day, like worth of cleaning all over your body. Just waiting. Like you haven't even thought about where to put it, but you're just holding it so that she stops bugging you about it. Yeah. That's what you got in your future. And you'll be yeah. like, thank God someone's worrying about this stuff. <laughs> True. Yeah. Someone's got to worry about it. Cause I mean, I, I don't realize that I like it till it's done. Yeah. Just living in a nice place. Just without shit everywhere. Yeah, it's like when you check into a nice Airbnb. You go, oh, yeah, a clean, nice house would be nice to be in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to how I live. Does she yeah. have pets, Rob? Uh, no, I'm bringing my, my cat in there. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, dude, I, I finally like this got into a cats. Saint going from no boys to a boy with a pet. Yeah. I mean. Boy cat. Oh. He's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah, yeah, so she's just like signing up for just the most annoying messes she could ever possibly <laughs> deal with. It, it's nuts. And the, the litter box. You that, use it too? Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking crapping in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for real, like my cat, he craps, dude. <laughs> he craps, it's nuts. He got a little newspaper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, what's taking you so long? Yeah, I'm like, you're probably jerking off in there. That's what they're all yourself. doing. You hear yeah. two spritz of Febreze? <sighs> this is me, Al time, dude. Come on, what, now. <laughs> come on. Does she like? Does she like pets, or is this going to be a point of contention? No, nah, she loves the cat. Which is, uh, okay. Yeah. What's your cat's name? Captain. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Tim, how's your new kitty? Oh, new kitty settling in well. So this is the, now. This is the section of the show where we report on cat news. Mm-hmm. Yes, my cat's settling in great. He's growing very quickly. He's uh, a motherfucker. It's it's crazy watching our older cat just like beat the fuck out of them when they're playing and it's like oh man they really when those when cats are learning how to like play and wrestle with each other it almost looks like life or death I don't, actually I don't know anything about cats this could be bad it could be bad that he's like beating this cat up this kitten but it's like he has to learn 
Like, like what's he going to, he's going to go through life without learning how to like, I don't know, pl- play or whatever it is they're pretending to do. It doesn't look like cats do jujitsu. It does. I think they instantly invert and they go on their back mm-hmm. and they stick their arms out like that. And he's getting like smothered. They're mm-hmm. going in the they're going in the north south. Looks look mm-hmm. looks like sixty nine ing, and he's just smothering the kitten's head with his chest. And I yeah. go, ooh, I remember that from White Belt. Yeah, mine do a lot of delicate <laughs> Yeah, that's the fucking move. They're just playing with each other's ankles, just trying to get one little fucking <laughs> for like long precision. Yeah. I, I miss doing jujitsu, dude. I can't wait to go back. You feeling good? Yeah, finally. Just uh, got away from my bank account to feel good. Uh. <laughs> but we're getting there, dude. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, that that shit was so fun. Uh, I I went through that <clears throat> phase of like the spazzing out white belt. Mm-hmm. But I think I was like a little too overly concerned. Like people were telling me like just do it. Just go Not being for a it. pussy. Yeah, yeah, You're... like every time I'm like, "Ah, sorry, sorry." Mm-hmm. I, I was saying sorry for like everything. Um It's like sex. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you get. But, you either get like the sorry guy who's afraid to put all of his weight on you, or you get the bro that's like trying so hard that you can feel him just trembling all over his body because every muscle is engaged at the same time. Are you gonna yes. come too? <laughs> yeah, there, there's like the dudes that are like trying to win like drills. Mm-hmm. That that would piss me off. I'm just trying to get in shape, brother. Yeah, well, dude, you can't be the best at martial arts without going through this stuff i feel like yeah. i'm i'm treating myself like a video game character where i in my head i'm going but just by trying really hard i'm going to become the best i'm going to travel the world with a sack over my shoulder with my gear in it that's so i'm cool. just gonna go well you're pretty good tap fists and then it's round one yeah but that have you ever experienced like a dude in a tournament that's like yeah pussy that's what i thought not or that bad like that? but um very broy. yeah I tried to like outbro him because I saw what he was doing to everybody else. And uh, as soon as like we touched hands, I pushed him. And then about 30 seconds later, he violently submitted me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a rough one. I mean, it's been talked about to death, but like you never know who's actually sick and tough because it's it's the the sport is just flooded with autistic guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, bro, if a bro gets, like, yappy, you're like, I don't even know that he's better than me because bros do not hold a competitive edge. It's actually the most autistic dudes are number one at this. So, like, it's almost like the least threatening bros in the world when they get, like, you know, bro-ish or whatever. And then outside of jiu-jitsu, obviously, they're they're much more scary. But, like, inside of jiu-jitsu, it's like, watch out for the fucking dorks, dude. They're going to injure you. Yeah. The dorks are going to get under you and shred your, like, tendons and stuff. That should be a sign at every jiu-jitsu academy. Watch out for the dorks. They're going to injure you. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so, a pair of thick glasses with, like, the red circle and, and line through it. Just like, heads up, dude. There's sharks in this room. <laughs> yeah, who, who's that uh, That kid that says he just eats, like, pizza? Oh, the, uh, Mikey uh, Musumeci. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that kid is touched. <laughs> but, yeah. but he's unbelievable. Yeah, if you're so here, yeah, so outsiders who don't understand jujitsu, look up a guy named Mikey Musumeshi. It's like M U S E M E C I C I or something like that. This dude, he's he's basically Steve from American Dad, <laughs> and he's no one can beat him. I think he's like it, completely invincible, and he is the most. Look up Mike E, M-I-K-E-Y. You got to see this dude in an interview. M-U-S-U, yeah, second one down. There he is. Also look at Muhammad Atta while you're at it. <laughs> I mean. That's Stephen Anita Smith, dude. God bless him, man. 
Look him up in an interview. Yeah, I saw him on uh, Rogan talking about it, and he's just oh, like yeah, I so hyped he was on, on Rogan. pizza. So people probably know who he is. I'm not breaking the news on this guy. Yeah, it really is a nerd's game. He just goes, yeah, and I just really like training jujitsu. It really makes me happy. Yeah. And they go, okay, and so is there anyone you want to face next? He's like, I just want to face the best in the world at what I'm doing, okay? <laughs> Watch. Championship, and I'm from the Evolve Fight Team. Yeah, so I grew up in New Jersey, and then I moved to Florida at like 11 years old. Uh, I moved a lot as a kid. I lived in like 11 different homes. So it was definitely hard making friends when you move so much, you know, and um, I pretty much battled depression my whole life also. So those are pretty much the hardships I've dealt with. And um, He's so autistic so that he sounds foreign. Things. I've always just felt a little different than other kids <laughs> yeah. I was around, you know. He's so, so autistic, it sounds like he's from another country. Yeah. feel normal, so I'd always wish I could just be like everyone else, but I just felt different. So it nice. definitely was hard for me growing Who can't up relate to that? that. And um, that, I guess, helped me with jiu-jitsu because it made me just work harder. And um, I just made, spent I a lot of time as a kid just so wondering why no one really Probably liked me and how I just had such a hard really time making friends. Time. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's hard with ADHD with focusing, like, on many things. Yeah, but that's what it is. I have, like, ADHD. So if I focus on one thing... I could like focus on it a lot deeper than other people. Yeah. So that's a gift, but you also lose track like, of other Sometimes so I get really bad. focused on how women <laughs> only want chads and, and it's like, just why don't like, you try like, like a nice like guy once in a while? One second, it's like super high. <laughs> the next second you're like super low. But yeah, this, but is, this the is the toughest guy at but his weight class in jiu-jitsu. No one can beat him. High yeah, it's pretty sick. He's a very like cute guy. <laughs> you would be big. Like, he's a door. Heck, what? You could be a, a, a jujitsu icon. You have a very so. unique look. Like if you got really good, you would stand out above everybody else. <sighs> uh, I, thanks for saying I have a unique look because mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, I've heard that I'm just every every bull. Oh no, that that's what the I'm sorry. Did you say me. bull? Every bull. Oh yeah. The uh, mostly yeah. I, I think it's like other races. Think I just look like every other white guy. Well, they think but we all smell like dogs that. too. So, yeah, yeah, they, they don't have nothing good to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's all fucking. Let malarkey. them talk their yeah. shit. We know what's really us white guys know yeah. what's really cool. Do we have to let them cook, dude? Man, you look like <laughs> every bull. To? Y'all smell like dogs. Y'all probably rub your dicks on your mamas. <laughs> yeah, man. No, no. Black black people are cool, man. I do like them. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. No. I do a podcast with it too. I think <laughs> so that's cool. Speaking of which, Drew competed this weekend in the uh, Muay Thai event. Yeah, and he had a very good attitude about it afterwards. We just watched, we watched the fight right before you got here. Did you see any of I it? I did not. Yeah, so uh, it was. He described like a very common experience in um in uh like any kind of striking sport where he like you know you drill your technique you go over combos you go over like reactions you go over like you know just movement over and over and over again and then you get to the fight and in thirty seconds you completely forget it. not forget mm-hmm. but you completely abandon all of that stuff and you're just like trying to kill the guy mm-hmm. and uh, it was fun watching him like describe going through that. Um, and then he said he got caught like towards the end of the second round and forgot the last half of the fight. Wow! But he got Get through it. it. Yeah, he made it the distance and he looked he looked great. I, I thought. Yeah. Was... I don't know how I feel about this because I don't I don't like wiggers being trained. Like you almost want them just to be in pull up sweatpants, fighting Irish stance. Right. 
Well, you, you get, I think you have a ceiling though. You come to a point where it's like probably a drop ceiling. Like look at yeah, like yeah, Mike Perry hit the MMA drop ceiling. Where oh, God, he could, yeah. he had to stop advancing because it was like, okay, if I cross this point, I can't be a wigger anymore. Mm. If I stay just like this and wild the fuck out, I, like you 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 hit a fork in the road. It's either you get even better or you you fall back and you take what you've learned, you go back to just pure wiggerdom. It's a wigger rum springer. Yeah. You have a choice to make. Yeah, and then you come back, you put the fucking fitted back on. Now you got a little bit of money for nicer clothes, too. <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, it's a trap. And he, and I guess Drew, you know, he's got a long way to go before he gets there, but I'm yeah. excited. Uh, I respect him, man. When I was just seeing that, I was like, Jesus, dude. Yeah, he was taking some crazy hits. Yeah, he, he was got, still standing. He got hit really hard in that fight. I hope he put, is he going to post the video? Kicks or punches? Uh,. Yeah, both. He got he got dinged with some punches and he got knocked down from leg kicks. Well, got back up though. Yeah, got back up. Yeah, but I mean that's it is tough. Got back out though. It is hey, tough, dude. And that's the worst thing when a wigger proves he's tough. Oh man, it's a glitch in the system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what what you hope for in a co-host for sure. <laughs> Just a guy that keeps getting back up, tough as nails. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's the space of podcasting, man. If you're gonna get into this, just comedy in general, man. You gotta, you just gotta be tough, man. And you gotta realize your job when you're up there. You, <laughs> <laughs> you're there to make them laugh. You're a philosopher yeah, first, philosopher, and then a fighter, <laughs> and then uh, an elite thinker, an outlier wigger, outlier wigger, and right. then after that, you're a stand-up comedian, dude. <laughs> and then it's like you know, think about how many people get filtered out by any single one of those, you know. And then you think about all five, it's like how many of those are, even are there? You know? And you got to remind right. people, I'm not a Renaissance man. I'm a Renaissance man, brother. Yeah, and here's the thing about like the audience too; they wouldn't even realize that it's a comma before man the way you said it. They're retarded. They're fucking and, idiots. We, we are too, because like in a way, I mean, we're, we're, we're willing to this, think about things in a way that most people mm. would say is that's that's impossible, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, you yeah. know, the way that we like we think about things and go out there is like most people see that and they go, mm. "Whoa, dude, that's like driving a race car." I couldn't imagine doing yep. that, you know? Yeah, two retarded podcasters is like a whole fraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. That's man. what's nuts about it, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and like and people don't even know that about this stuff. <laughs> people don't know about the fucking craft like we do. <laughs> For sure, man. And but I remember before my first mic, I, I just felt kind of like a broken toy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, unbroke you. Just the craft, man. And you went, went to college. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude. Just turning your pain into something like that is beautiful. That was like, when. That was when joke. you knew something. You had... Something is simple. <laughs> <laughs> That that was that had to be like one of those moments where you knew like I was I was born to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you got that first laugh, dude. I'm. Oh, I can't imagine what that must have felt like for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I think about it more, like it really did start when I was a kid. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was always like the class clown. Like you, know, you think of the class clown as like acting out, but it was like I was laughing on the inside. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. I mean, when when I figured out that like cupping air into an armpit makes a fart, dude. That was an eye-opening. That was an eye-opening experience for me at the time. It's just like, you know, no looking back ever yeah. since. And, bro, you put two cup farts together. That's applause. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Damn. There's dude. a science to this. Damn. It really yeah. do be like that. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It's really nuts. <laughs> it's so fucking It's gay. nuts stuff. I know. It's crazy we're doing this, man. 
<laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, all, all you need is a hat and a beard, and you can do this. Yep. That, that's true, man. And, and the truth, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you stupid, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I'm foolish, man. I'm foolish. Would hey, you ever? Inv- <laughs> Let me ask you this: Would you ever invite your girlfriend to come watch you compete in a fight? <sighs> no. No, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe like four in mm-hmm. if I feel more comfortable with it. Because I, I think the first one, I would lose bad. And I don't want her to see me lose bad. It, if she sees me lose like in a respectful way, that's fine. Like, wow, dude, you really left it all out there. Like, yeah. Thanks, babe. Yeah. I don't want her Let's to think she could beat me up afterwards. <laughs> Ooh. You know? Don't you th- so I think it's a coin toss between, like, number one, will you be sexually charged by knowing that the woman that you have sex with is about to watch you fight, or will you be just too worried about losing in front of her that it completely shuts down, like, a lot of your your movement and actions and stuff, you know? That's that's where I'm at. It's a knife's edge. Yeah. I like Has to a, think that... Does MJ, like, come out to yourself? Well, she she does it too. She competes like, more than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She competes more than I do, and she, like, begs me not to watch. And I watch anyway, and I go, ooh. Do you get nervous? No, nah, not really. She's really competent. So yeah. it's not like she's going to get hurt. I just brace myself, like, for her, like, just being emotional about it. You yeah. Know? That's your job as a husband, though, dude. You got to be there for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, dude, your job as a husband, though, is, like, kind of just, like, to anticipate her needs and then, like, without her even having to ask, you know? That's right. what it's all about. Brother. It's just like being on stage, dude. Yeah, dude. You I know. mean, did you realize you were like a husband when you were? A kid? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was. It's tough to say. It's tough to say when I knew I wanted to be a husband, but like it feels like it's always been there, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was just like the class uh, lover, you know, like in school. Like I was, I was loving on the inside, dude, the whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was keeping vows even even as a child. Yeah, I mean that. That's what it's really about. You know, your job is to please them. <laughs> Dude, your job as a husband is to get out there and like ask questions when they tell you a story that like your brain almost can't even follow. You yeah, have, you have to you just have to hit like a keyword and then ask a word like ask a quick question about that and then you go okay cool and then you're just hanging on to the back of a rocket ship trying to like keep all these interpersonal details and then when they're done talking you put your hand on and you go eh? mm-hmm. <laughs> that's your job as a husband. Dude. Yeah, no matter how bad you're feeling that day, if you could put a smile on your wife's face. That's all that matters. Right. You're technically doing your job if you can at least do that. Mm-hmm. Do you get paid? Not at first. Not at first. No. <laughs> but it's not about uh, yeah, money. It's dude. never, never about what your wife will pay you. No. No, 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 no. it's just about making her fucking cum, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the sexual grind. Dude, uh, s- speaking of the way that uh, women tell stories, I, I sent you that uh, article about the guy that got caught Killing, oh killing ladies, dude. <laughs> and first of all, it's. Did you know about this guy? Uh, you know what? I, I think I'm a big serial killer guy, but I was not aware of him until he got caught. Yeah, I was asked. I I know a guy who like has a loose connection to this case, and he was like, "Hey, did you hear about that serial killer in Long Island or on Long Island, whatever the fuck you morons say?" And I said, "No, I hadn't heard about it." And he goes, "Well, uh, he told me a little bit about it. This guy was killing ladies for years." And uh, there wasn't the, 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 it didn't look like they were gonna catch him or something like that. But so this guy is an architect, and 
a friend of a friend does IT work for his firm and the guy sent an email late at night, like kind of recently. He said, uh, he, he messaged like the IT department or something and he said, hey, I have this sense that I'm being watched or targeted right now and I'm concerned that someone's going to take some kind of action against me. Can we get a backup of all of our data? Oh my God. Yeah, and so like they woke the IT team in the middle of the night to like start like scrambling to back up the data and the next morning he was like arrested and the FBI raided their office and stuff. Is there any kind of like IT obligation to report if they see something? Uh, I don't know if there's an obligation, but like I couldn't wait. If I ever, I never saw anything cool. <laughs> I, I never saw anything, not cool, Jesus Christ. I never. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, just because, like just by way of having access to the way most people use technology, IT guys look at you. I mean, your job is to service their technical needs. You know what I mean? When you go out there, it's like plugging the ethernet cable, you know? There's that an unwritten oath. It's, and it's just like, that was, you know, I knew since I was a kid, I was going to be an IT guy. Yeah. But there, you do have, like, you do have a weird suspicion about everybody. And if you see one person being weird, you immediately develop like a pattern of their behavior and you start applying it to everyone else. So you're suspicious of everyone you mm -hmm. work for. And you always think that like, if I were to stumble across something like really reprehensible i would i would love to turn it in and be involved in the investigation now these are some of the things he googled uh, how would you react if you read these all right so they start off pretty mundane there's mistress long island mature escorts manhattan okay not too bad normal 59 year old man stuff then there's uh hentai plump pussy lips cut off porn no there's not short fat girl tied up porn <laughs> I'd say, whoa, did this guy let Mike borrow his phone? <laughs> Asian twink tied up porn. What? These are all tongue twisters. <laughs> they get pretty dark, though. Um, <laughs> Man from Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, old janitor's gangbang little schoolgirl. Just any janitors, or like, is it implied that they're black? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's that's on the second affidavit. But then this one, uh crying girl painful anal. Oh, okay. I mean So that, when does it I, get dark? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man, give us the good stuff. <laughs> wow. Well so, so so this guy was uh killing people? Seems like it. But he had it doesn't seem like he did in a while. And I think that's just because guys reach reach a certain age and they just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, where do you get the energy at a certain point? Dude, I have no idea how they stay up so late. Yeah. I mean, I can't even fuck at night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you could kill people at night. This sounds like a great time to thank our sponsor. Uh, this episode of Dad Mini is presented to you by Sheath. Rob, I know you think you're being subtle, but everybody can tell when you're trying to casually peel your dick off your leg. I was going to say something. I saw it, dude. I, I saw those those lavender undershorts under there, and I was like, his dick is sticking to his leg. <sighs> Doesn't have to be that way, Rob. This summer, switch to sheath. Sheath underwear keeps things breezy down there, and with a pouch for your dong and a pouch for your balls, you'll be comfortable no matter the weather. You ever worn sheath underwear? No. They're really nice, dude. You never realize like how nice you could have it until your balls are separated from your dick a little bit. Like, you know the feeling like when your girlfriend goes away for a couple days and comes back and you're excited to see her again? Yeah. That's the way you're going to feel when you buy sheath underwear and your dick and balls have been separated for a little bit. That's yeah. unbelievable. When you go back to regular underwear after sheath, it feels like there's something in your asshole trying to pull your sack down, like, slowly. Like, I was laying in bed last night in non-sheaths, and it was like, I was just, I was, and it's obviously, it's hot out. 
and I was just scooping sack like I was trying to like keep taffy from wet ta- <laughs> hot taffy from leaking off of the table. Right. <laughs> Sorry for the image, but and that's where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> sheath underwear is available in tons of cool patterns. You can feel great and show off your sense of style. I wear sheath multiple times a week, and the reason why I don't wear it every fucking day is because I don't have enough pairs. And if I had like three more pairs, I would wear them every fucking day. They're that comfortable. <sighs> that's great. Yeah, they're really fucking good. They feel good. They separate your shit for you. They look cool. Then they also got a ton of cool shit on their website. So it's not just shit for oh, men like is me. There, you is also there feel like hers? you're... Yeah. yeah, the, yeah Dude, they, got, they got like nice stuff that'll make you want to beat off to your girlfriend. That's so cool. Yeah. They also... Uh, you feel like you're packing. Like since everything is kind of like kept mm-hmm. neat and orderly, it kind of feels like you, you get a little bit of a, a charge. Yeah, you will feel Ooh. like you're hoarding dick meat. So go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code FATBIRD, you get 20% off your first order, and you get Sheath Underwear's 100% money-back guarantee. If you don't like them, I guess that means you could send your shitty draws back to them. Bonus. Wow. But you're going to love them. But just so you know, they do have one pervert in customer service who's anticipating you doing that and can't wait for you to <laughs> yeah. send your shitty guaranteed underwear back to them. So don't, <laughs> nice. don't fuck around with that, all right? But Sheath Underwear does fucking rule. So go to sheathunderwear.com, promo code FATBIRD, get 20% off your first order. Get Sheath Underwear, support the show, support your balls. Hell yeah, great job. You did it. Beautiful. Anyway, you, you really are great at those, man. Well, I, I truly love wearing these underwear. Like, they're yeah. very comfortable. Like, I, I was, up until this year, until we started getting underwear, I would just wear whatever I fucking saw at the store. And I was just like, yeah, right, yeah. this works, and I'm probably not going to ruin these with shit. Right. But then uh, I got a pair of sheets at Skankfest, they gave them out. And uh, it was very funny because, like, you go to, like, the check-in table and Shannon's like, uh, she's like, this is a very personal question, but uh, <laughs> um, what size underwear are you? <laughs> it's like, oh, large. That's a pretty good Shannon. She put them on. She put them on for me. <laughs> <laughs> she handed them to me. And the next day, I wore them to Skankfest Mike's leaning on her shoulders to step in one leg <laughs> yeah. at a time, like a toddler. <laughs> then I, I ran can, back I and forth like up. I had on new shoes. <laughs> You're supposed to let me pull them up. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, that was my, my first foray into uh, sheath, and those babies feel like a damn glove. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, I like that it like pushes your shit out, dude. You never know you would like it until you tried it. Dude, all, all these years I've just been putting paper towels in there. <laughs> <laughs> just like an idiot. Been there, brother. Yeah, put a skin towel in there, man. Yeah, no, I like that a lot, man. I mean, it, it's crazy that we're we're at the point at a society that we're reinventing the wheel, honestly, with underwear. Like, I thought we nailed it. Mm-hmm. You know, certain yeah. things like you think like you nailed. Dude, when you present that version of sheath underwear in a meeting, it's like presenting like, it sounds like you're presenting a, a dick guillotine. And then you just got to convince everybody to just try it. Like, put your dickhead through this and put your balls back here. Yeah. Yeah. No, this isn't a job site prank. <laughs> this is me inviting you to comfort. Uh, I'm worried about, because I never separated these things before. You wouldn't think to. Yeah. I've, I'm like a little worried for mm-hmm. like the emotional health Mm-hmm. Of my shit, it's gonna like, be fine. It's like you think you know, like when you watch those t- those black twins that are real in the Trump diamond and silk. Yeah, like if you would think if one got separated from the other, they would fucking die. Right, but I promise you, I think that's what happened. Didn't one of them die? Oh God, no! <laughs> All right, <laughs> Danny, can you let us know so I can stop with this analogy? <laughs> <laughs> but it's I don't like diamond think, and silk. It's like I don't think they should be killed. Balls, one right? of them is gonna die from a fucking blood disease, probably diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Okay cause of death i could do without <laughs> these balls heart disease Wait. silk of diamond and silk oh no hardaway died of heart disease caused by chronic high blood pressure so yeah actually what mike's saying is that 
Wait, no, it's the opposite of what Mike's saying. I'm sorry. Wow. Damn, dude. I mean, the, this is a this is a cautionary tra- tale of when you play with the truth. But it but it's so but it's fine when you separate your penis and balls, just not when you separate your morbidly obese black ladies. Right. Whoops. I thought diamonds was forever, y'all. You good, man? I don't know. This is fucked up a little bit. I mean, <sighs> I think I gotta go home early, guys. <laughs> you guys mind if I clock out a little bit early? <laughs> well, what's going through your mind right now? Isn't this like a wake up call? More of a good night call, dude. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you tell yourself, like, after it. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like the best part about having a job is working with middle-aged black women, right? And then you don't have them anymore because we just podcast with their bros. So then you got to like gravitate toward older black ladies you see on TV, and you find two and you love them. Then you got to find out on a live goddamn podcast that one of them's fucking dead, and the other one's probably going to be dead. <laughs> Mike, I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, I mean that that's rough, man. I thought they lived forever. <laughs> and I uh, I have I have a confession to make. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> I said I knew them. I don't know why I said that, man. Do you ever do that if someone says like have you, you seen this movie? Rob. Every single time. Yeah, I yeah, go, I'm like, uh, yeah, I saw yeah, I think I might have seen that when I was a kid or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you seen Oppenheimer? I'm like, I think I probably when I was like ten. Why? I won't remember what you're talking about, but uh, can I just please move past this part of the conversation, <laughs> dude? Uh, can you please I mean, just steamroll me with this movie? I don't know. <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll laugh too hard when they reference something from like the movie. Yeah, you laugh like, before and then, they and get then to the joke. Said, uh-uh. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they say the actual like funny part, and you're just like, "Yeah, man, classic." <laughs> dude, I just I'm seeing spots from that fake laugh, dude. I just went lightheaded. That's crazy. <laughs> That's your job in a conversation, you know. You get up there mm-hmm. and you pretend to remember right. people's references. Yeah, dude. Do, do you fake laugh at all? Yes. I try not to. I laugh for real a lot, but I try not to. Yeah, me too. But I'm, I'm trying to get past fake laughing. Social situations, definitely, because yeah. I'm never comfortable. In any kind of social situation. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'll just laugh my way through it. And then when you realize, when you do that stuff, you realize that people aren't really paying attention. What, when you fake laugh? Yeah, or like sometimes uh, if you just go like, yeah, no, totally. (laughs) (laughs) People just keep going. And then they think you're like The art of leaving a conversation, but like standing there still. You know what I mean? Yes. You, You just listen for like, huh? Like a question. Or just tonal stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just echolocating just my way through conversations. Just I'm pretty good. That. Where I started to get better at that was uh, Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never, if I don't think it's funny in a Zoom meeting, I'll never, you'll never see the corners of my mouth turn upwards. <laughs> yeah. I, I get angry. I, that, that's... I have an anger response when, when someone says something that I'm like being like kind of uh, socially pressured and like laughing at. I go, <laughs> yeah. I don't see that. Uh, I'll just start fucking cracking up, dude. Yeah, have you have you ever like leaned into a <laughs> like fake laugh? Joker. I, I just give it up. What? I, yeah, have you like tried to like take your fake laugh to the next level? Yeah, dude. 
That dude, like, you, like overdoing think, it or being the best. Yeah, at but I've it. overdone uh, it. And it's very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker said Oppenheimer. Yeah, they're like, damn, this guy thinks this is so funny. Yeah, especially like office stuff. Mm-hmm. The the last job I had, man, it was so brutal because it was like my first and hopefully last like corporate job, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's just hard like going through that second barrier of language. Like, I, I think, uh, I, I felt like uh, if a dude is speaking English as, like, a spec, uh, second language, uh, he must think, like, people must think I'm dumb because English isn't my primary thing. Like, I sound like a genius in Spanish. Yeah. That, that's how I felt, like, at work. Uh, trying, to, was trying to do office <clears throat> speak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got Like, uh, we're, we're going to send that through the pipeline. Oh, like, I heard fucking uh, CTA this quarter. And I'm, uh, dude, I don't talk like that at all. And, and also, it's, it's just, like, CTA or whatever. It's like, dude, just say it's a goal. Or something like that. I was like, I was kind of like Groot, where like I I could interpret office speak, and I never gave it back. So it was just like everything I said was like kind of confusing for people. Like, could you yeah. rephrase that into the most soft penis email I've ever read in my life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you please? I know that you were just direct and sent me one sentence asking for something. <clears throat> could you actually expand that to like a paragraph and a half, and then like CC people, and like could you just completely obfuscate the message for me? Yeah, but. I if I needed to, I could get back in there tomorrow. I think just talking about like, hey, uh, I was wondering, um, are there any major blockers we should be looking out for? Because uh, as you know, I'm updating the uh, Trello right now, and it just looks like um, Trello. I'm trying to move the ball forward on this, and uh, I know we're going to circle back to it. And I'm just wondering if do we have a date on that, and maybe we can set, uh, you know, we can get like a a, a stand up on this tomorrow. And it's just like, dude, damn, circling back, dude. Yeah, y'all still circling back on things. (sighs) Yeah, it's it's rough, but and I don't like the. The in between. This, this on, was like, Q three stuff, but now if we don't start it in Q two, Q three becomes Q four. I'm wondering if maybe we should circle back before then. I'll set something up and we'll follow up on that and, and just see if there's any blockers. That yeah. just gave me acid reflux. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that just stressed me out so much. Yep. I mean, it, and then and then here's and then here's the other thing. When you the day that you stop fake laughing, you get someone who makes more money than you and can tell you what to do saying something that they think is funny and you don't laugh and they go eh, well you know you're the comedian we're not we're not all as funny as you and they are just deeply hurt by it and you're just like damn dude i'm in a dungeon this sucks yeah <laughs> i'm in a fluorescent dungeon please fucking kill me yeah hit me with that permanent snooze i mean it's just like <laughs> it, it really is they they knew that i did comedy mm-hmm. the the place i was working and oh no the the ceo of the company ended like a zoom meeting told me to like bring it more and i'm like you don't want me to (laughs) (laughs) they they tried to do the vibe of like it was like a startup tech company and they're like we like to have fun here i'm like can i say like come and tits (laughs) no that we don't have fun here we just don't yeah that's not Uh, part of our culture like slip through the cracks it was like uh the the America's team had a fucking meeting and uh one girl was like upset. She said like her dog died and I just went, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say like cool and everything because I think it's funny. I don't know. And then uh they were like, What? And I'm, and then I, I did a fake glitch. I was like, What? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. How did many they made you? No, no, they they just moved past it. <laughs> but man. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Saying what and then acting like you're not hearing them the next time that they talk while you think of a lie. 
Yeah. yeah. Why you think of like an excuse for just not caring about your job and being terrible at it? And you go, huh? And they say, can you hear us now? And you're just like, don't react to that. Don't even make a face like I can hear them. Yeah, I'm not hearing you guys. I'm just, I mean, maybe it's me. Maybe it's my sound settings. I'll, I'm going to disconnect and I'll come back in. And then you just like spend 10 minutes just like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I take care of this before the fucking meeting, dude? Now they're all going to find out that I don't take my job seriously. Fuck. I mean, that that's when the business speak comes in handy. Because you exactly. can act like you did so much stuff. Which is bullshit. You, yeah, you can talk for 15 to 30 seconds without literally saying a single thing. Yeah. What kind of dog was it, Rob? Hmm? What kind of dog was it? Oh, I don't remember. Who cares? That lady stinks. <laughs> Her dog stinks. Rest in shit, idiot. <laughs> man. Yeah, that's an L. Yeah, man. I don't know if dogs get told to rest in shit. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever walked in on a <laughs> walk dead dog? <laughs> yeah, dead dog. Have you ever found a dog dead? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like, dude? But were you like charted first? I it was the biggest it was one of the biggest dogs I've ever seen and it died and someone just left it on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, it, like it was clear. <laughs> all right, so, all right. So when I was growing up, I can uh, you can look this up on Google Maps. I grew I grew up uh, at the Erie Tarsdale the Erie Tarsdale station on the Market Frankfurt line in Philadelphia. That was what I had to walk to every day to go to school. So I would leave my house. I would walk from my front door through like one of the sketchier like back streets in the city, which is like every day it was just like street hookers and intravenous drug users. Yeah. But it was a shortcut to the train station. And there was also a factory where if you had a bad day at school, when you were on your way back, you could just stand there and break windows all day. They had like those little panel windows mm -hmm. and yeah. you would just stand there and just carnival game them yeah, with rocks fun, with your man. friends. That's just nice. being mad as fuck about like having to do homework. And uh, so I was walking down the street one day and again, it's a very shady street. There's like, it, there's houses on like the first like 50 feet and then it's just all factory like entrances. And so I'm walking down and there's like, and he, it was, had to be a Mastiff. It had to be a Mastiff and it was very clear, like it was a big dumping street, yeah. that someone's gigantic ass dog died and they just put it in the car and rolled it out in the middle of the street oh. or on the middle of the sidewalk and kept driving. And I tried to like report it to the city and they like fought with me and told me I was calling the wrong number. I was just like, well, there's a dead dog that someone should probably take care of. It smells so bad. It yeah. stunk so fucking bad. Someone should probably take care of it. And it was there for days. Are you pulling up the location, Danny? You want to you want to show them the factory on Jasper Street? <laughs> oh, they name it after the dog. <laughs> That's very sweet. Oh man, yeah. Were those those factories on? Uh, That's it. The bottom right. That's Jasper Street right there, isn't it? Is that what I'm looking at? It was a nice uh, kind of driving through your uh, your old hood the other day, and then we went to that Seven Eleven, dude. Dude, this I mean, what a fucking dump. What are you supposed to do with the dead dog? Uh, you can get him uh, cremated. Yeah. For free? Um, I don't know that it's free, but it's like... I think there there is a, a service that you could pay, but that's only if it's like your dog, I guess. You wouldn't do it for just a dead mastiff out in the wild. <laughs> Dude, look at this hellhole. Jesus Christ. You think the junk hunks would come get it? 
I'm not even sure. I, I, I'm not sure. If, this is definitely the street. I don't know if this is the block, but yeah. these uh, Once you get past the houses, um, it's all just fucking cars with hookers in it sucking dick. Yeah. Mm. Condoms on the ground, needles on the ground. Damn, dude, that was hell. Wow. So glad I'm not there. <laughs> is there any part of you that misses certain aspects of it? Yeah, I don't miss any of it. Uh, I do kind of miss like... Uh, no, n none of it, actually. Yeah, I actually yeah, I hate, guess that makes I hated sense. all of it. I hated walking <laughs> around. I hated taking the train. I, I truly despised all of it. There was a nice water ice place on the corner. Yeah, that, that was that the kind be, of stuff I'm talking yeah. about. I, yeah, I miss, maybe, yeah, maybe I miss a, um, a warm pretzel and a blueberry water ice, okay. and I would like to have that right now. But aside from that, dude, no, it was all bad. There weren't any hookers that you would, like, give a tip of the cap to? Uh, was I saying it on here recently? It was crazy watching street hookers in the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was nuts watching yeah. these girls try to pick up Johns in bubble coats and stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a <laughs> like, micro episode. One leg in like an air cast and just like trying to get in car. Oh boy. Yeah, really, dude, that, really cool that stuff. That street right behind your old house had the gnarliest of hookers. Dude, that's where I saw the one in the cast. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> 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 Yeah, there was, an, there was a senior citizen lady around the corner from me who was a prostitute, but she mostly mm. had, like, regular clients. She wasn't, like, standing on the corner. But you saw her constantly just, like, walking down the street having a screaming argument in, like, a Boost mobile phone about a guy that, like, owed her money. Uh, that was, like, every day. And she was seriously grandmom-aged. Damn. Pretty wild stuff. Good for her. Yeah. There were at least two families full of inbred retards on the same block. I had a block. Uh, my, my street was, like, a triangle block, so there was my, you know sharp corners so it was like caster frankfurt glenwood ave and uh there was a there was a retard inbred family on frankfurt ave and a retard inbred family on glenwood ave and uh boy oh boy and possibly one on my street too they were actually probably on every street back were, then. were they aware of each other like would they fight like warriors i was actually kind of shocked that they never like beefed like super hard mm -hmm. but like yeah if there was a fight in the neighborhood it was usually involving one of these two families <laughs> <laughs> It's cool stuff, man. Yeah. Uneven yeah. eyes. I mean, yeah, just like really unfortunate. I don't know how to describe people that look like they're genetically fucked up, but not classically retarded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but these these were swamp people who lived on you know solid ground. Yeah, I mean, just true misery. Mm -hmm. The it, it, bottom of the barrel of the human experience. I, th I, th I think I was talking to you about it the other day, but I'm. I just revel in the fact of how fucking bad this shit can get. It's kind of cool, but how I don't know that it is true misery. Because do they? Do, do you think they're aware of how fucked they are, or do you think they're just happy because they have Doritos? Um, I think I think they live in misery, but they don't know why. Maybe I I, I don't think they can put it in the words, but I think they feel the misery. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm 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 not sure because you know. I, I've adjusted to every level of of it. Like when I was a kid, first of all, the neighborhood got worse as I as I was getting older, and I it, I kind of got slow boiled and didn't notice. Hmm. I just thought it was always kind of crummy and whatever. But like I can remember distinctly as a kid, if I could get a twenty five seven twenty five cent um like juice mm -hmm. and some chips, that was seriously all I thought about for the next like half hour. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then imagine you get into heroin. 
Ooh, baby. That's juice and chips times a million. Yeah, you're living oh in Disney. So you kind of don't think about like the big picture. You don't think that like, whoa, in the grand scope, you like you've never you've never thought about like changing the laws about the minimum wage. You're just like from impulse to impulse. It's mm-hmm. crazy. You get kind of like a amphibian brain. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, as an inbred monster, even as a kid, you know you want to do that with your life. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean that that's the path. There's no other path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just want to yeah, like just get jobs and fight with my bosses and then like argue with spout like mm-hmm. s- sexual partners and uh just freak out about stuff. They do get pussy. That's one of the very unfortunate aspects of these inbred monsters is they find a way to fuck. Yeah, I mean they, it is kind of like a what's it called like the relationship where what one animal helps the other one symbiotic? Yeah, it's very symbiotic. Like they they uh that they're fucking all the the bottom stuff, mm-hmm. so <laughs> so we can just go outside and have yeah. fun. <laughs> they're human carp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they're just attached to just like a fucking pog's back. Damn girl, you got just that human carp pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I took you to the neighborhood. Yeah, so we, yeah. we went to the Seven Eleven on Kensington Avenue. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that last? No, week? I saw the picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was a treat. Yeah, it was so nice. We went to the 7-Eleven on Kensington Avenue on July 11th. It was 7-Eleven. It was free Slurpee day. And uh, I, I like, it was almost like, I don't know. It was almost a place where you don't want to get out of the car. But it's like, like it wasn't even like Fishtown, Kensington. It was it was back toward like my actual old house. And I was just like, yeah, this is, there's none of like the cool restaurants that are in sketchy areas. This is just sketch. Yeah. And we got out and there was a lady with a two-story shopping cart. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and we went inside and it was just an Indian an Indian 7-Eleven franchisee oh, with yeah. a with a 7-Eleven birthday cake taking pictures with just like fat black children. It was a family affair. It was <laughs> it was <laughs> everyone was there. Wild. Be, dude, yeah. Being on being on real ass Kensington Avenue and just seeing people like clapping for a small free Slurpee. Mm-hmm. In the in the I mean the muck and mire was it was an eye opening experience. I well, can't they do love birthdays though, for sure, for sure. But the, again, I yeah I guess they were just like happy to taste a little bit of a birthday party in the second <laughs> <life. laughs> yeah, No, everyone was pumped. It was party time. Yeah, and then and then it did get a little out of hand. It's like all right, what happened, give Rob? Us these cups. They they were celebrating a little too long. What? Yeah, yeah. And we were like cups, please. Wait, we were even like connecting with the one lady there. She was like, "Yeah, I mean, this is nice and all, but make with these goddamn." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> make yeah. That's enough taking pictures with the Seven Eleven. Wait, birthday. so they were withholding your Slurpee cups from you? Yeah, everyone yeah. who worked there was by the cake. Wow. Yeah, and uh, so we didn't even what? want to take a picture with the cake, but we were waiting so long for our Slurpee cups <laughs> that we went over to the cake to see if we could like maybe squash the party and get them back to work. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, but man, what a treat that was! Yeah, free Slurpee day. I didn't even know that existed until that's Noah bold. brought it up. Especially in an underprivileged area. That's yeah, bold. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was gonna be the kind of thing where they're like, We're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like our, our and I've seen plenty of that where it's like, I know what the commercial said free Slurpee Day. We don't do that shit here. Now get out of my store. Mm-hmm. Please stop punching me in the face. <laughs> but no, it was nice. They have bulletproof nice. glass or raw dog. I think so, yeah. I remember reaching under to grab the cup. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah. Nice stuff. Uh, I've I've lived in Philly for about like four years now, and it, I think it's shifted my brain chemistry, dude. I where are you from? It is. I'm from South Jersey. Okay. Like Voorhees. Right. 
Um, I I used to go to the skate zone a lot. Yeah. Yep. The that was the the pride and joy. You seem like a skater. Thanks, man. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I did inline, dude. Uh, aggressive yeah. inline. Aggre- obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did it no matter what anyone said. <laughs> it was so sick. <laughs> That people would scream, there goes Cruz with the fruit boots. And I was like, fuck <laughs> you guys, dude. I'm like, dude, don't you see that it's cool that I get skate backwards? <laughs> Do you not realize that's fucking awesome? I mean, yeah. we, we lived in the heyday of rollerblades and it was still gay. <laughs> You're doing it like 2005. <laughs> yeah, I was never on like the sick extreme sport. Uh, like when no. I moved on from skating, it was right to the rips. Dude. Mm-hmm. Right to the rips. Yeah, did you ride it through a point where other kids stopped calling them fruit boots? That like, did I convert them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like that fucking black dude who converts Klansmen. <laughs> I'm like, dude, give me your pads, hand your pads in, dude. I have a trophy case of haters' pads and helmets. You got to hit a pretty sick, uh, like rail to convert anyone for rollerblades. Like they don't, when you jump on rollerblades and you kind of like tuck them behind you, it only yeah. looks gayer. <laughs> that was like kind of all I had. Yeah, doing a 360 <laughs> with your heels up. Hey! <laughs> Woo! You got to hit like the rail backwards. <laughs> oh, they're fruit boots? Well, you want to see me split my own cheeks with these fruit boots? <laughs> yeah, you want to see me puncture my scrotum on a uh, school railing? <laughs> yeah, do you want to see this fucking eight-year-old just die on the half point? No, I'm actually great. Can you get my mom though? <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't sick, and my my dad uh my dad would always tell me I was too young to like go by myself, <laughs> and uh, just being around just like you know like sixteen year olds that are just like smoking c- cigarettes, and I'm mm-hmm. like, do these guys know that's like bad for you? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are killing yeah. yourselves. I was the same way. Yeah. Oh, did you ever try soap shoes? Good question, Brendan Price. What are those? Soap shoes were sneakers that looked like Skechers, and then in the middle there was like a plastic plate that went on so you could like grind in your sneakers. Wow, they're pretty Yeah, cool. those were cool. Yeah, I had those. Heelys was a big one for me. He- yeah, Heelys was like, that was like, you know, a sister school to soaps. Soap. <laughs> yeah, soap. yeah, yeah. I had them with the grinding plates. Oh. That was the shit I was on. And it, it is sick. Like if you leave like pissed. <laughs> like, yo, fuck you guys, dude! I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Did you have a little gang of uh, wheelie wheelie bladed uh, sissy boys? <laughs> uh, no, it was just me, man. Uh, it was just me out here. I stand alone. <laughs> Skate alone. Just listening to Trapped. Oh no, that that was a big one, dude. Back up, thank you. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Runaway Slav said, "Never forget the crew's dad had to help him open his urethra daily as a oh, kid." That is oh, right. Yeah, I always forget yeah. that about you. Damn. Yeah. Turns out, if you say that on Matt and Shane's secret podcast, people don't forget that. So that your dad, <laughs> yeah. your dad would have sounded you and then took you rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have to do it while you had your blades on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all he distracts me. He just fucking hits the wheels. I'm like, ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> I told you, Dad, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my rail. <laughs> wow. Rob, yeah. Turns out the doctor said you got to stop rollerblading. Then your uh, urethra will go back to normal. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, back then I didn't even really care about my dick that much. 
I was in like first grade. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I just piss out of it. Whatever. I'll just get rid of it. <laughs> if it's going to be such a problem, let's just get mm-hmm. rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're ahead of your time, dude. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't, if it, if I didn't fuck with this thing, I would have nothing to do with it. Because it, it really is just a thorn in my side. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thorn in my front. <laughs> a thorn in my front. <laughs> I suck, dude. At what point did your dick possess value? Elaborate. Like, what? Well, at, at one point, oh, did, does it? Do I what, care? At what about point does it dick? start like accruing uh, like stock points? I think around sixth grade. That was the first time I ever. That, that was my first nut. Did you guys know he was referred to as Handjob Rob? And yeah, we talked about I that. I think that. on the yeah, previous yeah, that episode, that was a big one. Yeah. Handjob Rob, man. Yeah, man. I you mean, gotta jerk this guy off. It's like it's pinched, so like it comes out in like a very weird, like little Spider-Man like <laughs> web stream. Check it out. You gotta yes. jerk Rob off no, when you have a chance. Just if you see Rob the dance, jerk him off. Watch, dude. It's so funny. It's like a sea cucumber. Fucking, it's fucking hilarious, dude. When the cruise comes, it's so fucking funny. Skeeter Parker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This me, 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 and this guy right here, man. We've seen the world, baby. Were ladies aware that you had urethra issues? No, no. It, it came fine. Only when they had to move their, your dad's head out of the way to suck your dick. <laughs> 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 Who's this guy? <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, have you ha- <laughs> have Go you ever on. like uh, fucked with like your dad there or, or anything like that? <laughs> or anything of the sort. What do you mean with your dad's Same dad? house, yeah. But. Or like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been, I've just been kind of backed into a corner. And yeah, yeah, I'm fighting for my life at the moment. My That's bad, dude. Kind of. <laughs> I've been kind of corralled here, fellas. <laughs> I'm yeah, swinging for the fucking fences. Admit it's not happening. I think my dad did try to listen to my wife and I have sex because I lived in the basement when I met my wife. And she would come over, and I would just bring her downstairs, and we would take naps, and we would also fuck a lot. But every now and again, we would hear the door, the basement door open, and my it would be my dad cracking the door. I don't know if it was a just like, hey, don't be fucking down there, or I want to hear this bitch get fucked down there. Yeah, that's my boy. Well, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> alarming <laughs> stuff, dude. This, is, this would <laughs> yeah, be he's a real actually, pervert, man. This would be perfect stuff for a. Uh, a, a trial friendly uh, hypnotist <laughs> to come in and sort of yank out of your brain for us. Bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad would be one you wouldn't get under uh, hypnosis. Is this a uh, par for the course for your dad? Is he always yeah? Doing he's a real stuff. Yeah, always, man. He's keeping you on your toes sexually, Mike. <sighs> Not anymore, man. I've kind of is he dead? No, he will be though. Yeah, I think he's probably got another like couple years. Yeah. Well, it's hard to hear that, man. No, I mean, he's had a good run. I mean, he's done everything he could possibly do. Yeah. He experienced the mountaintop of listening to you just go ooga booga on the pussy <laughs> from the top of the basement steps. <laughs> well, dude, I was living at home until I was like 27, so my parents had to have heard oh. stuff. They've had to have. And uh, I don't know. I, when I was like fucking from like 21 to like 23... I was just dude, trying to do too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. Yeah. I was just trying to... Uh, a little too much of a... Uh, you like that? Mm. A little too much... You're thirsty for more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, it is embarrassing. It, it's trying it takes to, you a while to settle into your own fucking pattern. 
For sure. And I haven't really figured it out now, but I'm at least, I ain't fronting. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I ain't fronting, baby. Walk us through a typical Rob Cruz sexual yeah. experience. Well, I'm good. I, are, are you my girlfriend or are you just I'll be your old? girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to act it out or, Tim, do you want to maybe narrate if we act it Why out? Why don't you guys, you guys should do the Island Boys kiss. Are those the no, this Mike. <laughs> that was what we call a, a gag, okay. a joke. Don't say I'll. Don't say. Are you ready? You've made him uncomfortable. <laughs> but do act out exactly how. What's your, what's the Rob Cruz path of seduction? Tell us about <laughs> it. Walk us through. It, Take Rob. us on a journey. Well, I think I was telling you, it's like a little bit of the uh, kind of copping some feels. Mm -hmm. uh, we we haven't brushed our teeth yet. It's just full stink. That's fine. Uh, my fucking. Shit is sweaty. That's, lubed up. That's lubed, yeah. Yeah. Um, and asking like... <laughs> I'm dried out from ramen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dry Spongebob from eating noodles. <laughs> yeah, my throat is sad. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you're copping the feel, and then you kind of hit him with a, do you want to? Mm. Or are you feeling it? I hit him with the <laughs> global gut, do, 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 do you have it? And then <laughs> yeah. she goes... I don't know. And then, uh, and then if that's the case, usually I'll do a little pussy stuff. You know what I'm talking about. I'll fucking mm -hmm. maybe fucking cry, spit on it, cry on it, bite it, flick it, honk it, bop it, twist it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, shout it. <laughs> and then, and then I'll try and do a uh, a little finger stuff till they come. Then it's the cruise this time. Mm -hmm. Wow, dude! Yeah, I'm a, not. I'm not that confident. It's a five course dick. meal. Yeah, I mean, chef's kiss. Absolutely. Can you hold uh, the rest of your uh, sexual exploration um, description until we go to the Patreon? Absolutely. All right, we're gonna switch over to the Patreon. If you go to Patreon.com/slash/DemiPodcast, you can join us for part two with the cruise as he gets deeper into his sexual proclivities. And I can't wait to hear more, Rob. Let's go. I'm feeling you, open. You thought having his dad blow into his dick was wild. Wait till you hear what this motherfucker gets into on part two of this. Wait till you hear what I do with women. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what do you want to promote? Uh, do rag and the deer tag, baby. Uh, check that out. Check out the Patreon. And uh, check out Field Trippin', dude. Mm -hmm. um, you guys really have to see how skilled Bobby is at making a fake TV show. At this point, we yeah. can't even call it a fake TV show anymore. It's a real... Actually, uh, I, I'm completely attached to the description that we're making PBS for retards. Yeah, I love that description, man. And everyone's been so nice about it. Yeah, they're and, really uh, noticing your hard work. All of our hard work, dude. And uh, yeah, I'm just fucking hyped to be a part of it, man. It's just so cool. I don't know. I feel like I'm part of something that's like pretty like punk rock that we're like doing this. Um, it's DIY. It is very DIY with my fucking DI guys. Come oh, on. that was pretty good. And uh, <laughs> yeah, check that out. <laughs> yeah, new, new episode just dropped with uh, Blizz. Oh, he's the man. Yeah, the Blizz yeah. at the Sound Bath, I, th I think, was, uh, yeah, we're getting better at making this show every week, and we want to make a lot of it, so please do check it out, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it, too. Um, that's youtube.com slash Tim Butterly, Field Trippin'. Um, Mike, you know how we had the idea that I, for Field Trippin', we wanted to take you to etiquette school? Yeah. Well, I was, uh, I was talking to your wife about it at um, uh, Hearts Team Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, D do you think this is funny? And I told her about taking you to etiquette, like an etiquette school thing. And 
she was laughing and she said, you know what would be really, so I want to see if you can guess. This fucking bitch. She said, you know what would be really funny if you wanted to fuck with him? What you should take him, or like what you should do with him? I said, what? And what do you think she said? She, she described it as it would get you kind of like agitated and completely thrown off. Something that spooked me? Not spooked, no. Hmm. Because when she said this, there was a part of me that was like, that's kind of disrespectful. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. What did she say? She said anything manly. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. She said like building or fixing something or, um, uh, yeah, basically that. She said that would make you completely fly off the handle. I am going to sign up for a <laughs> prostitutes only fans right now. <laughs> 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 Subscribed. <laughs> that mainly enough for you, bitch? What do you think about what's what's your read on that? Uh, I'm going to cut her head off. <laughs> yeah, strangle time. And that would be difficult for me to. I'm incapable to of building anything. You're incapable of building anything. Like I, I can. I've worked as a laborer before, but I have no skill in any kind of craftsmanship whatsoever. Yeah, but what if you had the instructions in front of you? I might be able to do it then. Okay. Yeah, maybe I just need like a dad. <laughs> Brother, if only. All right. So it sounds like she wasn't far off. Yeah, well, she can be further away now. <laughs> From her family. But yeah, she said that. And I was like, that's very funny. But also like if my, wa my wife walked around saying that kind of stuff about me, I'd, I'd be definitely, she'd hear about it. <laughs> she is. So I just wanted to, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted, so I just wanted to extend to you just a little bit of bros before hoes. All right. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, that's youtube.com slash Tim Butterly. Uh, I was going to promote my book, but uh, I'm going to be in jail tomorrow. So book sales no longer matter to me. I would encourage you to, uh, I don't know when the trial date's going to be, but I will encourage each of you to send a, a flattering letter. Uh, if I've had any kind of impact on you, if I've had any kind of nice interaction with you, I will need it. And uh, yeah. But yeah, go to onperks.com. I got new hats in, so new snapbacks. Check those out. I got new mugs. And uh, yeah, check out the book if you haven't bought it yet on perks.com. I have coffee every morning with that mug. Oh, that it's makes me happy, mug. man. Yeah. That makes me happy. Unbelievable mug. Get oh, the mug. You're very sweet. And the hat. The hat's sick. <laughs> See you guys over there. See you at patreon.com slash podcast. That fucking bitch. <laughs>